button. What's going on, everybody? I'm going to do what I'm going to do in the future. Um, this is a random cast episode, random cast episode eight. I was going to do attention is the currency of your reality as random cast eight, but I decided to do a series, a sort of attention series about attention and what to pay attention to and how and stuff like that because attention really does make in a lot of ways makes you who you are what you are what you are but that's not really what we're going to be talking about today we we I've already released an episode earlier today um I was going to do it yesterday but I might, I thought I was going to have some other ideas for it but I just I just didn't have the the um I wasn't really in the mood to make an episode, make it, make a segment about it when it wasn't going to be natural. So I, I decided not to do it for that moment. Um, and so, as a result, I'm here with you right now. Let me move this a little bit further. Careful, don't fall. Um, but yeah, we're here today just doing random shit, random podcast episode information for your listening pleasure, and today's going to be even more of a random cast because I didn't plan anything, and I'm not planning on necessarily talking about anything necessarily, um... And that's part of the episode that I was, that I'm going to be, that I'm, you know, that's part of the, the, uh, I guess that's the first thing I could talk about in this episode is something interesting and something that's really kind of cool to do. And I might go more in depth with this in other episodes because I'm reading uh, A Course in Miracles right now. It's a really good book. It has some really good insights in it. Um, and in this book, it's very esoteric sounding because it's, it's very like, um, it's meant to, in a sense, I think, make you realize the magnitude of, of reality of, you know, the higher consciousness or whatever you want to call it. You know, versus like something that I do or somebody else does, which may may show you some levels of that, but doesn't go ex- as extreme into that as A Course in Miracles does. And so as a result, you know, it goes way, in some ways it actually, because of that, it goes actually way deeper than other uh, subjects as a result. And it goes way deeper into certain things. As a result, but in a very simple way. Because there's not... Because it's not based on... Like... A particular teaching, even though it is... You know... It very much sounds like Christianity... And and mystic Christianity, but... It's actually... Wasn't really meant to... It wasn't really written... For Christians alone. It wasn't even written by a Christian. 
Um, so technically, I think they, the, the people who wrote it were actually atheists, but, or at least, you know, skeptical and stuff like that, at least at the time. And uh, so, yeah, you, you have this weird, interesting reality, um, seemingly, se seeming separation in reality between the the greater and the lesser, meaning that what will most of us experience is the the lesser, you know, meaning like our day-to-day -day lives and all this other stuff, and the greater, meaning like infinite love and compassion and all this other stuff that, that I've talked about a little bit in this in this uh, you know podcast. And so as a result, we find ourselves, most of us, real, uh, going, yes, that sounds great, it sounds wonderful, but we have to live our lives in some way. And I'm all for it. I'm all for, you know, that understanding because I, I don't disagree, but I think there is a way beyond this, or a way around it in a sense. And I was talking about this a little bit in this book, um, and... Um, It's kind of an interesting idea, and I'm, and it's not really the first place I've heard it from, but it is the first time I've actually tried to really do this in a way that I haven't really done before. You know, when we're talking about living life, we never really talk about it from, uh, we never really talk about it as if let life live through you or let, you know, the higher consciousness or whatever live through you. It's an interesting concept of letting life live through you. Because what that does is it, it creates a, a distancing effect. It creates this like Distancing, distancing effect where you go, where where you don't really even feel as if there's a need to do anything, but you're still doing stuff, but you're not the one doing it. It's being done by God or by higher spirit or whatever it could be, you know, it could be done by life or whatever. It's not done by you. It's done by something else, by life. And the way that you can do this is you just let go of making any plans in the future. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be in the future. It could be like for, you know, a couple of hour, a minutes or whatever, a couple of hours. And just let life live through you, meaning that when whatever life does, it does. You know, if you... If life demands you do dish, you do the dishes. Let life do, do the dishes while you yourself kind of like let go and just let that process happen without trying to force anything, without trying to, you know, engage your will in doing all that stuff. And it has a very different effect. And it feels very much like you're not even doing anything at all.
And it's a really interesting process. Because what the mind does, what the mind, the re reason why the mind, I think, is so powerful is because we do this. We, we have this will and intention to do all of these things ourselves, control all of these things ourselves, rather than to let life take its course without controlling these things. And not everybody's going to be able to do this, of course. It, it, it might be something that you may resist because it goes against your ideas or whatever, or you are afraid that if you stop controlling things, something's going to go wrong or something's going to go bad or whatever. And so, in the spirit of things, you know, I'm trying to create some compromise here because it is, you know, something that you have to, I think, something that you can kind of build on over time. Uh, so, start with something small, right? So, what I did, and this is partially based on the book, was, well, there's, there's a couple, there's many different ways of doing this. Um, but I think the best way is, you know, by realizing, and, because there's two basic paths, there, there's two basic modes of understanding, there's two basic modes of 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 uh reality i guess you might say one of them is the little path of you know that that little path is what you call the ego and the ego is all about the little you know the little me which is like me and myself and you know my love i want more love i want more whatever it is Self selfish wise versus the big me which is much more um, glorious and grand and much more of a, you know, has much more of a magnitude to it, which is the word that they used in the book. Um, magnitude is, I think, a really good word for it because, you know, you could use the word big, but that, you know, the, the ego could use that word and say, okay, so I want something big. But that still implies something little. Because even the big things that we think of, like a large, large amount of money, a large amount of wealth, it's not what the book is talking about. I think, and this is a, and this is intuition. Don't get me wrong; this is not something the book has talked about. But this is something that I have gotten some of the principal ideas and understandings from the book, and and some of my own intuitions surrounding this. And basically, it revolves around the grand understanding. The grand uh, realities of this work, which, you know, you know, like unconditional love and stuff like this, you know, compassion, understanding, wisdom, giving, sharing, true understanding, you know, consciousness, all this other big, you know, magnitude stuff that doesn't concern the little me. And the little me, in a lot of ways, is very much against this stuff because it goes against the little me's agenda of anger and guilt and annoyance because actually you know one one way to really understand what the ego really is um in a sense is to think of the ego as the body the body personified 
And with what I mean by this is that the mind, the ego, not the mind, the mind is a different thing, but the ego is after the, the needs and satisfactions of the body. And the ego is therefore body personified. Please keep in mind that when I'm doing this episode, I'm not planning any of this out. I'm not willing any of this to come out. Like, I'm not intending for any specific words to come out. I'm leaving this up all to the higher consciousness or the higher power or to the Holy Spirit or whatever you want to call it. I like the word Holy Spirit, actually, because it has, like, a high vibration sound to it. Um, I mean, there could be a lot of assumptions and ego body you know attack words connected to it but it is a very interesting word because when when you use this word holy spirit it goes beyond uh, consciousness or it goes beyond body and it goes into spirit spirit Meaning vitality and meaning, uh, you know, yeah, basically vitality. And so Holy Spirit meaning holy, um, you know, vi- infinite vitality, basically. <laughs> this is a bit unusual topics for my podcast, but um, in, in a sense it's really not because I've talked about some of this stuff, but... I don't usually go very much into the bigger, you know, aspect stuff because I find myself in that little aspect that I talk about. That's not necessarily being totally little where I'm just focused on me and comfort and money and stuff like this, but I'm, you know, a skeptic in the sense that I am aware of the flaws of having too much faith and too much of this you know like magnitudinal understanding while realizing you know that if you do have this if what if it doesn't fit reality what if this is wrong and all this other stuff which is the ego which is the egos you know basically that you could think of the ego as, as past as well i've talked about this as well in the episode about how your mind is only past it was a long time ago. It was five, six, seven months ago, eight months ago. Talked about this, and so it's about submitting your will to a higher power, to you know God or Holy Spirit or whatever you want to call it, and just letting it work through you. Maybe letting it talk through you, like I'm doing in this podcast. Letting it speak its words that it needs to speak. Or, you know, whatever it is to help you get clear on what's happening here in this moment. And the ego wants to fight against this because the ego is about, you know, getting what the body, you know, getting what it thinks the body needs. Because the body is concerned with the body. It's not really concerned with higher spiritual concerns. It's not really concerned with higher consciousness concerns. It's concerned with the body. It's concerned with what the body can, you know, become satisfied with, 
you know, food, hunger, sex, money, love, fame, all kinds of things like this. But you're all body concerns, all like concerns of evolution and survival. And that's exactly what the ego is. It's about all of these things. And the ways in which it gets you to do, to uh, support these things, is through guilt and shame and... And don't get me wrong, it's not 100% where, like, the ego is just concerned with the body. But 99% of it is, and the rest, you know, when somebody, you know, criticizes you for some body need that the ego then meets and then you know the person finds out the ego because it's concerned with the the past and how it looks to others because that's also body needs it's also tribalistic in nature if you know know anything about spiral dynamics you know stage purple you know it was about tribes just about tribalism uh where you know, you say you had like 50 people as a tribe, and you were in this tribe. If you acted in anything different from this tribe, especially if it was taboo to act a certain way, you, you would be seen as guilty and shameful and all this other stuff. And then the ego comes in. And that reinforces this because the ego is out concerned with the body and the outside world. And the spirit. And the Holy Spirit, or whatever you want to call it, is concerned with none of this. Because it sees us, ourselves, you, me, whatever, is as not a body at all, but as an idea. Um, so this is a radical new understanding. Um, and this is something that I was really interested in the first time I read it in the book, Course in Miracles, but... Um, one of the things that it talks about a little bit is how what you really are is an idea. And so so think of it this way, right? Like if you share an idea, like if you share like, okay, so here's two basic uh, understandings here. If you share something material-based like water, you know that water's gone and you can't do anything with it. But if you share an idea... That idea expands and multiplies and gets stronger and perhaps even gets more, you know, grows in consciousness and, and expands further. And so the ego sees you as this water, while the spirit, the Holy Spirit, sees you as this idea. And so if you share yourself in the ego's mind, it sees that as a sacrifice, you know, for love's sake, while... The Holy Spirit sees that as an expansion, as a growing, as a reminding, in a sense, of truth, of reality, of what is real in the Spirit's sense, in the Holy Spirit's sense. Um, and so the body is the ego's anchor, while the heaven of, you know, that we all understand to be real or fake or whatever, is spirit, the Spirit's understanding. But the heaven is infinite and unlimited, 
while the body is limited and and not you know you know you know heaven is joyful and unlimited and all this other stuff and the body is not and so the Holy Spirit is magnitude or largeness or grandness I suppose would be a word or holiness or whatever while the while the ego is littleness um This littleness that that the ego sees as, as itself is something that can be limited and is limited and something that fails to get its needs met on a daily basis while spirit, Holy Spirit or whatever you want to call it, sees you as, as sees the truth as unlimited and as never having needs in the first place or the only need that it has it can easily get met because the need is not based in time because time is ego based and material based and spirit is not um and spirit you know, heaven, when, when most people think of hell, heaven, they think of it as a material thing where, you know, there's all these things that you get and, and stuff like this. But the grandest level of heaven is not material at all, but it's actually, but it's actually more based in something grander, something more real in a sense than even material things. And this realness is what you could call heaven itself true heaven you know the idea of heaven that you you hear about like what I'm what I was talking about with all the material things that you get when you when you die is what ego thinks of is heaven but the spirit the Holy Spirit is always in heaven and the heaven is not based in any ideas or material ideas or understandings but it's based in love compassion understanding wisdom truth Infinite, infinite understanding, intelligence, stuff like this. Recording duration: twenty-two minutes, forty-six seconds. So the Holy Spirit has been uh, aware of the truth the entire time, assuming that it is true. Don't get me wrong; it could be wrong, but it is just something that I've really just let myself go into this Holy Spirit. I just let the Holy Spirit speak this whole entire time and I've let the Holy Spirit do things um, for a while now without trying to will something you know directly to let go of all of that and it feels as it feels very much like if I do it properly and and, and good, strongly enough to where I'm not actually doing anything anymore and into doing everything it feels very much like a peaceful garden where nothing is the matter and nothing can be bothersome because because when you're when when the spirit is is uh 
controlling everything. And you're, you're just letting it do whatever it needs to do, or wants to do, or whatever. And if you just let life, you know, live through you, you... It feels very much like life, material life, becomes more unreal to me. The more that I do this, it feels very much like material reality becomes more and more unreal. And it feels more like settling into another universe, another land that isn't material, but it's spiritual and is probably, you know, more like what the Holy Spirit's understanding is. So, anyways, I thought I'd do this little random cast. Duration, 24 minutes, left channel, right, stop, monitoring, stop, up. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. This is A Deeper Perspective. I hope you liked this episode. Um, if so, please consider sharing it to others. Um, if you've gotten some kind of benefit from this, and if, and if you really like it, please consider subscribing for more, because I will come up with more content. Um, you know, it, it has been more or less day, daily, uh, currently, so, that may or may not last, we'll see, so, talk to y'all guys later.